Hello, this is Wise Men Say, episode two, following on in numerical fashion from episode one. Been a little while since we recorded, mainly because our last league home game was a little while ago, so we've got plenty to talk about. We've got four games to kind of review and uh, meander about, and we were also going to do um, a small uh, section on uh, Sir Steve Finney. He is a sir. He is a sir. So, my name's Robin. I'm Ben. It's just the two of us today, so uh, you're lucky, lucky people. Just the two of us. <laughs> Wise men say at life.co.uk So don't delay, get on your email today. Okay, uh, match reviews, four to get through. Um, starting with uh, an abhorrent, by all accounts, performance um, away at the MK Don Stadium. Not uh, a great day out for not, anyone, really. <laughs> not a great day out, yeah. We went 1-0 up, as I'm sure everyone knows, and then we ended up losing the game 2-1. All of the goals, pretty calamitous from a defensive point of view, uh, particularly ours, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, well, ours, if I was uh, a defender for MK Dons, or <laughs> MK Dons player... <laughs> It's a very soft goal to concede, but we've had uh, quite a bit of feedback from some people who went. Uh, Michael Baker emailed us in. He's actually got his own blog. We'll give the email address, that, uh, sorry, the actual blog address at the end of this podcast, or it'll be on our own blog. You can get it from there. Uh, some of the points he made uh, about O'Brien. Yeah, O'Brien's fourth straight good performance, he says, and I, you know, I'm, um, I'd be inclined to agree with that. O'Brien is... Uh, the thing with O'Brien is that Obviously, we all know he has pace. He shouldn't be the most effective midfielder in the side, but um, up until, well, certainly at that point in the season, he was. You know, he was the only one. Uh, he wasn't, he's not really, you can't really call him a creative spark no. because he hasn't really got that cultured uh, game. O'Brien, to me, is your quintessential sensible soccer player <laughs> in that he can run in a straight line very quickly, but it's the left and right which may be a like problem. Well, it's like when you first, well, when you're a kid, you know, you, 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 you take a heavy touch and you catch the ball up, you take another touch, but you yeah. don't really change direction. <laughs> you know, it, it does work in some situations, but it's kind of, if he could add it turning into his game, then he'd be a world beater. Yeah. <laughs> Other things from Michael, uh, he said about David Lucas' return to form, and if you look through the highlight for you there yourself, he, had, he did have a good match there, quite a few key saves, very good performance. Yeah, uh, Michael says we're missing a creative spark in midfield. I'd be inclined to agree with that, even after our glorious victory today. But um, yeah, Simon Fuller has also emailed in. Uh, he went to the game, uh, made the point that if we're not offering anything going forward, it's a little irrelevant how the defence plays. Uh, we are being, well, or we were being viewed as weak, easy to beat, frail, yeah. fragile, all, all, all other sorts of uh, adjectives. That... Simon's more in my camp as well for, for the O'Brien. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a hate campaign or anything like that, but just I think he doesn't really see O'Brien. Do you know what? If we're gonna if we're gonna launch a hate campaign, I'd rather I'd rather launch it against Pratt. I've got to say, we're not launching a hate campaign. Do, can we though? Why? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe maybe it'll be sort of like catharsis from from you know when I was we're, we're not and, we're not starting a hate campaign. To, but no. Michael Baker does point out that one of the positives from the match was Pratt and sending off. Yeah, yeah. We're, and we're, I'm wondering if there was a small ripple of applause when the card was produced. Uh, and do you know what? I didn't. I didn't even like that sending off because for me, he kind of skulked about. He he was careless. He lost the ball, and then the foul. That was a careless foul as well. It wasn't a. It wasn't a good foul. <laughs> there was no conviction about it. It was just a. Hey, my name's David Pratt, and I've got long hair. I'm Mr. Big Time. I used to play in the Championship. You know, I'm just gonna flip around the pitch. Look at my hair. Oh, Look at my hair. Isn't hey, what are you doing with the ball? What are you doing with the ball? I'm gonna foul you, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's not some <laughs> mid-80s stoner <laughs> just walking around just going, Oh man, I, I have no idea why I'm here. I think that's his problem. Uh... Some of the feedback we got from Michael and again from Simon. Well, mainly from Michael, he said, uh, overall match rating out of 10. Gave it 3 out of 10. 
So it was a poor performance, poor result, poor opposition fans in a poor location. So not the a best lot, day out. A lot of poor there. A lot of poor. A lot of poor. Four paws. I think four paws. That's uh, that's that's a bear. <laughs> um, that's terrible. Um, anyway, uh, the point is that from there uh, we've uh, we've we've uh, worked our way up, haven't we? We all know what's uh, what's happened since then, and it culminated in the glorious victory today. So uh, we will move on. Hey guys, it's too late, man. Why do you send me an email already? It's a wise man saying, "At life, the code you get." Speak to you later. Okay, moving on to uh, Southampton, away at St. Mary's. In hurrah! The, hurrah! Um, wow, what a result. Uh, the, the Johnston's Paint Trophy. Ben, have you ever seen the Johnston's Paint Trophy? Yeah. I'm sure it's massive. It's not just a paint can or <laughs> something like that. It's a very prestigious trophy, obviously. You're, well, you know, Saints were the holders. Moving on. Um, yeah, Southampton. Good time to play them. Their mind was uh, on all sorts of other things. They didn't actually seem to get the run of the ball either, so uh, nothing was uh, nothing was really going their way. And obviously, the did you, did you see it being three 0 though? After let's take into account the MK Dons match, when I think that probably the low point of the season so far. And I know we're only what five or six games in. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see it being. I, I yeah, a win. I could kind of see that, but I didn't see it being by so much. And I certainly did not see. Big V scoring two. Yeah, I mean, you've got your you've got your own thoughts on Big V, I know, but I, I quite like the I quite like the lad. I think he's quite lovable. It was great to see him get off the mark. I mean, that first goal um, was fantastic. Yeah, Charlie Austin gambled in a way um, and delivered a fantastic cross, basically um, running down a blind alley, really, mm. you know. And uh, and the gamble paid off. It was a very unorthodox finish. Uh, rem- reminded me of myself in some ways. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Big V does that on a daily basis in training. Yeah, <laughs> it was a class finish. I, I don't think I can say that enough. It was an absolutely fantastic finish. Yeah, I mean the purist would obviously have taken it with the uh, the inside of his left, but yeah. I, I imagine that's probably his only complaint. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could have taken it down the chest, maybe kneeled down and headed it over the line. Yeah, I mean he got two, didn't he? Which can only be a good thing for him. Uh, and yeah, well done, well done, Charlie. Well done, Big Kev, the, the creative force that he is for setting up the yeah, second one. Great uh, cross. Swept home by Mr. Austin and. Um, O'Brien, O'Brien with the assist for the third. Needed, and I'm sure you noticed as well. But he, needed he showed all that sensible soccer pace. He showed yeah. his sensible soccer. You know what he was? He was, you know, he used to get the star players. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, no, because the, 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 the ball used to player. stick to them, didn't it? The ball used to stick to them a little bit. You could actually, you know, you could wiggle your joystick and and it wouldn't wouldn't fire off at a crazy angle. You know, maybe Wilson was wiggling the joystick. Maybe Wilson was wiggling Frantic. his joystick. There's a, there's an image for you. But um, yeah, I mean. He needed frantic wiggling from Wilson. Um, O'Brien did need the two crosses to find him. Um, yeah, but still, to get in the position in the first place, there's very few players who can do it. His potential effectiveness, especially at League One level, was, was on display there if you, if you look at that goal. I mean, you know, he's, he's second favourite. He gets there first. He's yeah. into a crossing position. <laughs> a, a hint of turn from the second yeah, touch. Yeah. There's always <laughs> something about when, uh, when a player beats another player in that fashion that's my favourite thing in the game. Tricks... Great finishes and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I appreciate them more. But a player beating another player just by the use of pace, balance, and body swerve is still the greatest thing in the game for me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, he he just got there first, didn't he? But yeah. no, listen, I'm <laughs> gonna big it up. Yeah, it was, it was all of it. It was pace, power, body swerve, intelligence, cunning, craftiness, 
shiftiness. I mean, and on O'Brien, you know, and on hate campaigns. I, 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 I just <laughs> not starting a hate campaign. I'm not going to start a hate campaign. You know, I, I wouldn't be very good at it anyway. I haven't got that much hate in me. But O'Brien is a pacey um, player. <laughs> I'm pretty insightful, aren't I? <laughs> no, uh, O'Brien should come off the bench. O'Brien should be a bench player. He should be coming on for the last 20 um, when the defence is tired, when perhaps we need something else, or in an away performance, perhaps when we need some width if uh, he continues to p- play narrow uh, like we did today. However, when we played Southampton in the Johnston's Paint Trophy, O'Brien was as, was doing as well for town as anyone else. Yeah, so definitely. you know, I mean, great performance. The only the only sort of gloss, no, sorry, uh, potential take the gloss off the performance itself was Douglas getting injured. But then Will Evans came in, the young lad, got fouled for the sending off. Always good being involved, but yeah, he put in a good performance by all accounts. Through to the next round, uh, the draw was yesterday, I think it was. No, it's yesterday or today, live in Soccer AM, which is always a fun program. <laughs> uh, What's Torquay, we're really? playing Helen Chamberlain's Torquay. I bet she had plenty to say about it to in her them, own style. To give them the, is she still with Matey Boy, with James Wade, the, the, da- the dartist? The darts the da- the, no, I have no idea. <laughs> oh, really? That's a, okay. that's a separate discussion. But yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently the match is commenced week, commencing 4th of October. So Torquay at home. So there it is, you know, at, um, Wembley's on the cards. Anyway, um, that was our first victory of the season, as uh, I'm sure everyone knows. And let the momentum carry through. Yeah, <laughs> moving on, moving on. Hello. All email correspondence should be directed to wisemensay at live.co.uk. Okay, away at Carlisle, September the 4th at Brunton Park. Um, I listened to this on Wiltshire Sound, good old Wiltshire Sound. Uh, my personal highlight uh, was when uh, Charlie Austin was referred to as Charlie Nicholas. That's always nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mate um, said that I mean, he's a very passionate kind of, uh, kind of fan, and he said it was a poor result. Uh, I disagreed. I said it was a good result. Um, I can kind of see good result. Come on, yeah, definitely I a good result. Given their current league form and current league position and the bit yeah. of the downer we were on league form-wise, then... Yeah, good result. Go all that distance and get a draw. Well, yeah, the they were. They were. You know, they had so chances. We had chances, but fair results. They so won again today. Actually, the beach Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah. Today. they're second so in they're the league. I think, I think they were second when we played them as well, second or third. But um, yeah, I mean, by all accounts, um, did very well. Again, we've had we've had some we've had some feedback. I, I listened to it on the radio. It certainly sounded like we were in the game. Um, Paul Paul Arnold, um, who who emailed in to tell us uh, that Morrison and Kennedy uh, both did very well by all accounts. Kind of the story of their season so far, though, them two. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, Morrison is. Yeah, he's, he's been amazing. He's, he's been fo- and he's quite kind of. He's like a fifties B movie <laughs> kind of radiation affected man. <laughs> he's just he's, a giant. He is, but he's he's. Yeah, he's just, he almost goes unnoticed. He's always got that, you know, like a, a real tight drummer. You know, you don't notice he's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just he's the Phil Collins of the operation. Yeah, Phil Collins know. is not a tight drummer. I mean, we just need to point that out. <laughs> um, he also looks like Paddy McGuinness. He does. As look I pointed like out to you today. Yeah. From Maybe that was because I was squinting. Yeah, but he does look a bit like that, him. You know, um, you know, I'm not. I'm no longer going to deny the fact he's 19. He he is. He's he's clearly 19. He's proved it. He showed us some identification. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Paul Ar- Arnold. Uh, what else has he said? Paul Arnold. Yeah. So, as I said, Morrison Kennedy did, did well. Also said that the fans were excellent the whole way. Uh, 260 there, but sounded like double that. Um, we've also got um, another yeah, a, a link there from my mate Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm Day. He said about is it, uh, town fans mocking Lucas when he's giving out orders to his players. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas loved it. <laughs> 
It's, it's always nice when you get a smile off the keeper. Um, was the bobble as bad as all that? Uh, was it at the end where, where the town fans were? You can, you can let us know. It looked, uh, looked pretty bad on, uh, on telly. It's almost um, like he's been uh, sort of subject to some sort of curse. Yeah. Someone's out to get him. He's, he's the bobble man. The bobble man. He's bobble, bobble. He's pretty bobblicious, isn't he? That's, that's awful. Uh, the recipient of some bad bricklaying. <laughs> Forever <laughs> put a curse Can't on Charlie. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, unlucky Charlie. We love you anyway. <laughs> Paul Arnold um, also also talks about says that one of the negatives from the game was the fact that they were given uh, they they only got an eight page program, which does seem <laughs> a little bit lax, doesn't it? A village fate. Yeah, a bit like the sort of program you get at, at a village. <laughs> Details of the dog show, <laughs> and also there's a, a, a cake sale. Yeah, um, perhaps a child's poem at the back, <laughs> talking about environmental issues. You know. Douglas, what's going on? Yeah, well, I mean, quite. Yeah, that, that another another point that Paul makes was that uh, Douglas um, was not in the game. Um, well, no, we spoke about this before today's game. We did. As if and let's not move on to today's game yet. No, no, no. But I'm just saying, maybe I know, event, we, I know, I know, I know Maybe what we said before about how the burden of the captaincy was weighing quite yeah. heavily on him. But maybe teams have just become highly aware that all right, Charlie's our main goal-scoring threat. Snuff him out. Put him in areas that you don't want him to Douglas do. Douglas is the best passer. And Douglas is the best passer. Yeah, don't give him time on the ball. But the, the, yeah, and I force him deeper and deeper. I'm not. He's, but I mean, he it's not like he pushes forward. Anyway. I know, but it's just. I don't know. I or, don't know. or again, maybe there's no runs for I've him. got my own thoughts on this, especially after the game today, so we can move on because Johnny Douglas, for you know, for the last twenty today was the was the Johnny Douglas that I know and love. Anyway, that's a separate game. We're talking about Carlisle. Um, sounded like we gave a very good account of ourselves, and you know, I I would I would struggle to uh, empathise with anybody who does not think that nil nil away at Carlisle with the way we were playing. Uh, and uh, the way they were playing uh, at this stage in the season was not a good result. Um, you know, quite a few moments actually there again from Malk and his mates. Uh, I think Nobby's one of them. They said here about one of the best moments being Big V starting the game. Big V started the game. People been happy about that. And I think the <laughs> worst moment, Big V being substituted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what can you say? Ripping off of the ticket there and then. Yeah, I mean, for me. Paracar starts and Dosevi is the impact player who you, who you bring off the bench. That, that's the way I see it at the moment. That's not to say it's always going to be that way. Dosevi's got a trick or two. He's cute. He's clever. Um, he, um, he can beat a man. Paracar, you know what you're getting. You know, you, you've, got, you've got a big lump up front. That's not to say he, he hasn't got a touch. That's not to say he can't bring people into, into the game. Um, of course he can. But for me, it's him that starts and it's Dosevi that, um, that is our impact player. Yeah, I think he's one of those. I think he does have, you know, does have technical ability, but it's not consistent, shall no, we no. say. But overall, good result. Definite good result. Definite good result away at Carlisle, um, even though it left us uh, bottom of the league. Hey, <laughs> well, once yeah. the other teams uh, <laughs> once the other teams played their games in hand. Yes, a good result. Oh, men, wise men say that live.co.uk, you gotta man, man, you gotta... Okay, this is where the uh, the more astute listeners will probably detect a, a slight happy happier tone in uh, in our voices because we're going to review Southampton today, and we won. We got the uh, we got the three points. Um, I don't care that Southampton are currently rudderless. Um, I don't care that for the first ten minutes we barely had the ball. Um, or a like, win's a win. A win is a win, and, and it's, it's a, nice that we're now like their bogey team. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, we are. I mean, it's glorious. What a glorious, 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 glorious three points. I mean, uh, you know, who cares? One 0 I mean, I, I really, I really, really couldn't care less. That's a, that's a, a fantastic win, and it and it means that we can uh, look forward now. Also, after we went one 0 up, how good was Johnny Douglas? He was the Johnny Douglas of old. He was 
he was winning the ball, he was feisty, he was distributing it quickly, his head up, snapped up every time he had the ball at his feet. Love it. Um, but we said that uh, the second half, of the, on the whole, same for Prutton, they just seemed to impose themselves on the game a lot more. And I think the turning point for Johnny Douglas, probably even before the goal, a few sort of tackles that he put in, yeah. which were full-blooded tackles. Yeah. It's like he wanted it, and it's kind of like he was driving his team along. And there. do you know what? I, I, I kind of thought to myself that maybe, you know, he's been kind of... Or maybe he's been blaming himself a little bit for the results and the performances in that since he's been captain, we've not been the same side. And maybe he's... Because it did seem like there was a bit of a release there after we went 1-0 up and it looked like we were going to win the game. We were kind of in the ascendancy. He really, really did... Really, really came into Lost the game. It. and Yeah, and maybe... Yeah, I, I can see what you mean. It's almost like the burden had been sort of lifted off his shoulders and he just started to play his natural game. But I think there was a kind of a release around the whole team, realising that they were... In charge of their own destiny. You know, I mean, the rest of the game. You know, at half time I would have taken nil nil. I know oh, you, yeah, said, you said you would have taken nil nil. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, nil nil at half time. For me, it was, it, I mean, they'd hit the bar already. Yeah, they very had, early yeah. on. And they hit the top of the bar with a weird one. Yeah, that's weird. But I mean, walking Technical down uh, <laughs> with a weird one. <laughs> with a weird one. Oh right, yeah, that weird thing. Yeah, I those, remember that. Yeah. Walking down to the ground with you, uh, and I remember just saying to you, and when we met with my mate John, just thinking, you know, I'm a bit nervous here. And I was a bit nervous for the game because it's one of the. I, I mean, if we'd lost that game today, we would have we would have been well, not stranded. I mean, that's dramatic. But I we think booze would have come out. Not well, booze drinking, but yeah, but, that, but yeah, but well, people people don't need much excuse to uh, to boo. Well, some people don't need much excuse to boo. Anyway, first half, not a massive fan of that formation at home. I thought it was narrow. I thought you're taking away two things, uh, and I'm sure plenty of people will agree with me in uh, in saying that you know you can't you know if you're going to play McGovern as almost a, a number 10 in the hole you, you know he's probably one of the best crossers of the ball in the league um and you're taking that away in addition if you're not going to have any width then Johnny Douglas who's probably one of the best long passers and pro- certainly one of the best creative passers in terms of the weight he can put on a ball and the way he can play people in behind a defense from from you know a central position out out to the flanks he's not going to be able to do that because there's no one out there there was no width yeah, I you know, it, well, if I, you're going to play a narrow say. midfield, then you would expect that they wouldn't just be able to dink the ball over the top of yeah, us. It, and it run. did offer width, but I do think it offered more stability in but the midfield. Did it, though, so they were just knocking it over the top and getting in through the channels. I mean, yeah. you know, but I don't know. I mean, that that formation for me works, but not at home. At home, I'd like to see us a, a bit more adventurous, but that's a bit idealistic because at the end of the day, that formation. As soon as we went one nil up, that formation kind of worked. You know. Wilson uh, obviously knew what he was doing, and I obviously am just a meandering fool. He never returns the <laughs> calls, Bass. Never he never does, yeah. I've tried to... Yeah. Hi, Danny. Uh, just uh, got an idea for what you should do for the next formation. Although, you know, you know, he's been starting Paraqua. Per- yes. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, there we are. The sophisticated... Uh, Paraquois, he looked pretty good again today. Yeah. He works well with Charlie. He does. Let's, let's talk about Charlie. We should, we're going to have to talk... Uh, we've okay, for, for the goal... We've just lost our best uh, player for a bit. Well, let's go before that. Uh, just the, the goal, and obviously uh, it's come from a corner. Morrison's header, off the bar. I'm going to say that Morrison scored it as well. <laughs> it basically counts two goals in one. I'm pretty sure it was across the line. Not seeing any replays of it yet. Yeah, but I don't think it was, but yeah, we'll have to. We'll as have good to as a goal. And then uh, it's kind of uh, Austin's bundled it in somehow. I think it was you, you said to me, not really the prettiest of finishes, but no, yeah, it wasn't a pretty goal. But I mean, I. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a, depending on how long he's out for, it's quite a big price to pay for your first win. But that well, win, it? so he was poleaxed by the keeper, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And straight away, as soon as he had been uh, poleaxed, yeah. I think he was signalling straight away. Yeah. Well, he's dislocated his shoulder, isn't he? That's winking, maybe. 
You know, I saw him, Ben, on Sunday. Did you? Yeah, I saw him in a in a Swindon-based eatery. Did you? With uh, with, uh, with with his lady friend. Awesome. Yeah, he no, was. Uh, which which eatery? Um, it was the Toby Carvery. <laughs> I saw I saw Charlie Austin at the Toby Carvery. Yeah, Did he have a, a big plate? He 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 had a pretty big plate. He Did had, he have he, uh, all three meats. I had all three meats. I don't know. I don't know whether he did. I got to be honest, though. Um, he, it made me depressed because you know he, I, I love watching him play. I think he's. I think the way he's come on um, and developed into this fantastically well-rounded player who always mm. seems to make the right decision. Yeah, I know. You, you kept saying that quite a bit throughout the game. Uh, how he very rarely makes the wrong decision. Wasn't his, and wasn't his best game today? But 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 he still makes the right decision. He does. A lot of the time. And let's contrast that with. The man Prutton. Yeah, oh, you I'm, and your hate campaign that I you've already made banners you know, for. I don't. Uh, badges, badges. Uh, no, well, not banners. Always badges. No, no badges. badges. I'm going to just set some badges on. on. Uh, doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, you were saying about Prutton. Uh, you kept saying to me that he quite often makes the wrong decision. And to be fair, a lot of the guys sat around us. You hear them saying the same sort of thing. I know there's the the guy who sits sort of behind us on the left, who you quite often have a Prutton rant with. I I wouldn't mind so much if it looked like he was putting the effort in and sometimes I see him tracking back and I think okay good he did some work. good tracking back he in the first half but it's there was I think the one moment today was in the first half when he had the ball on the, on the byline and all he had to do was knock it back to McGovern who had it? Who was actually in a wide position and he could yeah. have just crossed it first time and instead he just kind of put his foot on the ball and it didn't he, even he look did like piss about. Sorry, he was piss about for quite a bit. He was he was, e- he was either gonna I don't know cross it against the defender's legs or in the end he just ended up putting it out for a goal kick. But yeah, yeah. I, I know there's one where we were breaking in the second half and I think it was a sort of three on three situation or four on four. And as he's entered the second uh, to their half, everyone's shouting, "Release it! Release it!" And he just held on for it far too long. Yeah, far too long. I I, got, I I get the impression with him that he is a little bit like, "Hey, look at me." You know, when he's got the ball, it's like, hey, I've got the ball. I'll release the ball when I want to release the ball. I don't know why he's turned <laughs> why, into some... Why is that his voice? I don't know. I don't, what voice is that? It's kind of like... Hey, look at me. It's like <laughs> Barry White, but, but not really. So, yeah, it was a bit disappointing for him, but he did do better in the second half. And as the team as a whole did better in the second half. Again, looking through Kennedy, I thought had an excellent game. Yeah, he and made I was surprised few... when they took him off. Yeah, well, maybe... Well, maybe it's just youth. Just to tighten things up, I think. Yeah. We all 1-0 up, you know, let's... let's, let's and I like Lesson now, anyway. You know? Yeah, 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 he's a class player. He is. He really is. He looked really good at the back, uh, in the middle, you know, for the first couple of games, even though we were shopping goals for fun. You yeah. couldn't really blame him for that. But anyway, this is a massive digression, because what I was trying to say before is that Charlie Austin, it made me sad, because, you know, I look up to the guy, I think he's a great player, and uh, he, he looked like a little baby in the Tony Carvery. You know, I'm, I'm 31 years old, and, and, and he, he just looked so young. And I thought, wow, you know, how, how, how young you are. You know? And it made me sad, because I thought, you know, it's always. I, I bet he loves you talking to him. Whilst he, was I mean, he wasn't. <laughs> all right, Charlie. Let's do it, your man. No, I mean, I just, you know, just a, a small nod. You know, that's all. I was. Uh, I wasn't going to encroach on the on the lad's time. But yeah, very very young looking when you when you see him up front. Um, made, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is it made me realise how old I'm getting. Yeah. That's Slight digression, but that's fine. Massive digression. Okay, was it a sending off, Ben Hammond? Um, I I thought not, but I mean, you know, it it, it was. It was reckless. It was reckless. I think that because of the stage of the game, it was because they didn't really show any chance, or I don't think they were going to score at that point. Like they weren't going to come back yeah, to too I late in the game. I think it was the sensible decision. I know the crowd were bathing you know blood at that point. You, you're, you're kind of right there. The the stage in the game, a lot of people would say, 
and rightly so, really, by the letter of the law, that shouldn't affect anything. But I think mm. good refereeing is... He had a really good game, that ref, today. He let, yeah. He, he, lo- he let a lot of things go from their perspective and a lot of things go from our perspective. Even he let it be quite an open game. I don't think there were massive fouls, to be fair. I mean, over the last, you know, well, ever since we've, ever since we've been in this league, really, uh, the, the standard of the refereeing has, has been consistently appalling. And, you know, today, I thought the lino got a few things wrong in the first <laughs> half. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he got quite a bit of a, of a barricade from the crowd from where we were sat. The bit that made me laugh today is, you know, there was an announcement from uh, over the PA what, about what? just please reminding all fans to remain seated at all times. Mm. And those two guys in front of us, one of them stood up and pointed at the uh, Southampton fans on the Stratton Bank and just said, that means you, you web-fingered... Was it, whack, was it <laughs> bastards? Or? Yeah, you web-fingered like. bastards. <laughs> yeah, it's quite ironic, isn't it? Everyone thinks everyone else has got webbed fingers. Yeah, the town end were in a were very good voice today. They were, they were excellent today. I, I mean, it was a big crowd though, eleven thousand. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's local, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we, we, well, but they were always going to bring a big amount along as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we beat them. Wow, God, I'm glad we beat them. Uh, as I said earlier, mate, I think it would have been the Boo Boys would have been out. Yeah, they would have. I mean, we would have been, yeah. Um, well, to, uh, to be honest, up until we did score, you did, you did kind of think, well, where is it going to come from? Where is it going to come from, yeah. And I don't think this, it's not a case of anyone was missing chances or doing anything like that. It just didn't look like... It was one of those, oh, it's not going to be our there's day. De- I'll take the, and that's why I was saying I take the draw. There's definitely a case for kind of reviewing it, you know, a little... You, you could definitely say, look, Southampton are, you know... They're really, at a low at the moment. Re- yeah, they're at a low. We're playing them at a good time, and we've we've managed to get a... A, a very ugly bundled one nil sort of, um, but to be honest, you know that you could make a case for us not really having the rub of the green against Brighton or Orient in the cup. And I think oh, yes, once it's 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 I think the best the, the best thing I can say the, the positive is not before we went one nil up, but afterwards that that whole team kicked into gear. Yeah, you know. Oh, definitely start to play again. But did the formation change? Um, well, um, well, ball came on, didn't he? Well, yeah, um, and so did uh, Dosevi. Yeah. The ball came off Austin when Austin was in, I don't think that affected it. When he brought uh, Jean-Francois on, oh, sorry, Lachanel on, and um, Dosevi, did the formation change at that point? Did it go to 4-4-2? Um, I, don't, I don't know if it could do, because then uh, he would have been playing Ferry on the left. But then Ferry did seem to be occupying the left a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean for me, we played 4-3-1-2 today, but I mean, you know, may, you know... It just it was too narrow to be anything else, yeah. wasn't it? But I don't know. Um, yeah, you didn't really get McGovern getting involved. No. And as I said, it kind of takes away from one of his key assets, really, which is his ability to cross the ball. Yeah. Um, but hey, there was a good uh, good cross whipped in by Kennedy though from the corner mm-hmm. and stuff. He can deliver a ball quite well. Some of his crossing was a bit wayward. I mean, there, I think there was one where uh, it was sort of laid back to him and he, he hit it way out, way over the the byline or way over, way over. But on the whole. I, mean, I think if, if Wilson's, you know, if Wilson's set out to get the 1-0 victory and we've got the 1-0 victory, then, then fair enough. I don't, I don't necessarily think that that um, formation is, is the way forward, uh, particularly as they were able to play, play completely bypass our midfield for the majority yeah, of that. Yeah, really involved. For the majority of that first half. But I, don't, I just don't care. I don't care enough because we won. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, uh, right now, that's all I care about. I'm just going to stick my fingers in my ears not listen to any of his bad yeah, points we'll, at all. Yeah, we'll I remember see. you turned to me for at, the, uh, at one point during the game saying, you know, I keep thinking that we're playing River Plate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and uh, yeah, thoughts on uh, thoughts on the Southampton kit. So we had, we had River Plate, we had Escape to Victory, which was <laughs> yours, Ben. And then we had a discussion about how if Escape to Victory is remade, Kevin and Mank would definitely be in it. Yeah. <laughs> He'd somehow managed to get his way 
into that film as a starring role. <laughs> Big Kev, the creative force. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Force. I'd just like to point out that you know that it's kind of you know tongue in cheek, but there's a lot of love for Big Kev as far as I'm concerned. You know, he, he he's Big Kev. Yeah. So I mean, what what more can we say? Um, Douglas is hopefully back, right back on top of things. Um, I thought Ferry did well today as well. Yeah, Ferry was was okay. He's, he's um, his pace isn't his greatest a- asset, and but again, he did some good tracking back. He did, and and to be fair, so did Pratt. But I still think there's more to come. There's more. Oh, he's I got hope more there's to more to come. Well, I really hey, do. No, I've because said that wrong. I think that there's from a player who's played at who's dropped down this level to this yeah. level for the wages he's supposedly on. Yeah. And for the pedigree you're supposed to bring, I expect more. Exactly. Yeah. Where's the effort? Where's the? I mean, well, the I don't think it's just about effort, mate. I think it's just about your basics when he's on it. I expect him to add a touch of class, or you, I don't think you're going to get that to play his way out of situations. Maybe he's just not that player. I just think he's. He, I can't shake. I've developed this kind of this this image, this kind of assumption, if you like, that he he thinks he's Mr. Big Time, and it's just the. The way he plays, it just uh, you know, it, when he when he does something bad, and the whole everyone can see it's bad. Eleven thousand people there today all saw that it, you know stuff that he was doing was bad. He's not holding his hand in his head. He's not having a word with himself. Holding his hands in his head. I mean, that would be impressive. That's what I want to see him do. <laughs> I just want to see him <laughs> smash both his fists into his head through his ears. And if he can do that, then I'll be impressed. <laughs> oh, if only the abilities that you wish he had. Hold your hands in your head, will um, you, man? Cuthbert, man of the match. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, to be honest. No, I mean, he was quietly efficient, wasn't he? But, he he um, went about, and maybe that's you know, why he had such a good game, but yeah. I, he didn't, he wasn't an obvious standout for me. No, I think I've been Mor- based on second, you Morrison, would say Morrison, yeah. was man of the match again. Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. I God, mean, well, he's flying. He's like, absolutely flying this season. Yeah. And he's in, you know, he's got that, he, he doesn't seem to be the most vocal, but then there's something almost extra intimidating about that, because he's so physically big. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really he's got good, um, good powers of recovery as well. I don't mean recovery in the sense of, normally when people say recovery, they mean the ability to use their pace to get out of situations. Yeah. But there's a few times where he got maybe caught in the wrong position or gave the ball away. Yeah. But he's able to go and win it back or put enough of a block or stop the play moving forward enough so that other players can get back and sort of break up any attack. So he's a very effective player in, so in, in, in all sense of it. And obviously he had a hand in the goal as well, an attacking force. I guess it's a bit like, you know, if you're, if you're playing a computer game, you know, there's... there's <laughs> we, all, we keep referencing computer games. <laughs> well, there's always, one, there's always one character that's got, you know, maybe their punches don't do quite as much damage as the others, but they've got really good recovery. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Dalsine. Yeah. There was a funny moment for me today, and it's Butterfield, their right back. So we sit in the Don Rogers stand. So second half, uh, it's gone out for a throw-in, and it's gone to a guy at the front of the Don Rogers stand. And Butterfield's gone, like, gone yeah, yeah, chuck the ball to me here. And the guy deliberately chucked it. You remember when he chucked it behind him by about, oh, yeah. about six or seven feet behind him. So Butterfield's had to run back and get it. And then Butterfield's just said something back to the guy. It, all in jest, in banter, not a kind of... Well, I, I've never understood people like, he did an obscene gesture to the ground, he's been sued, that sort of stuff. But childish. I like it. <laughs> so, in summary, for us. Uh, in summary, um, yes, plenty to kind of dissect and, and, and be a little bit dubious about. But uh, no, for me, the euphoria is going to override all that. Yeah, the euphoria does override all We're that. We're off the mark, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan. Of a lovely big wide pitch that the county ground is. Should you really be playing narrow at home? Maybe, if you haven't won a game yet, you should. Um, so that, you know, there, there is a case for that. Uh, so let's not dwell on that. Three points today. Maybe that's an element of, all right, well, we haven't won yet. The one thing we can't do today is lose again. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, and the only thing I would say to that is that's all well and good, but for the first fifteen minutes, they were they were just playing balls over the top and, and getting him around the back. But <laughs> anyway, we won three points. Fantastic. The winter day, it's moved us up to fifteenth, and Our I best can almost feel the oxygen getting thinner. <laughs> absolutely. Our best player has um, has dislocated his shoulder. A player that is already looking like he might be too good for League One has dislocated his shoulder. So that's a, a terrible, terrible loss. Um, we have ascertained that Alan O'Brien is as close to a sensible soccer player as, as, <laughs> as we've ever had at Swindon. So that's, uh, that's something else that we, we should probably recap on. Yeah, overall for me, I'm going to say today has been a 7 out of 10 day. I'll go 8. Eight. Well, that's three points. You see, this is that's you as do. many you points. Just as throw out your match ratings like that without a consideration it's not a, for it's, you. Yeah, I didn't realise it was a match rate. I mean, from no, I I'm not talking about the day as a whole. <laughs> Breakfast was, you know, pretty good. <laughs> My Big Mac, a little bit cold, if I'm honest. Yeah, well, you took ages to get. So uh, no, I'm going to stick with that. Seven out of ten for me. All right. I okay. think it's. I'm happy that we've won. I'm happy that we're off the mark. But I think that yeah, all right, we played them at the right time. And I still think there's a couple of things there, like we've touched on the formation. Obviously, losing Charlie is a big, big blow. I'm, I'm sure there's any, you know, I'm sure there's no one who doesn't wish it's a speedy recovery. But I'm hoping it's one of those. Hey, yeah, it's only two weeks. He's our best player, and that was uh, that. That's Southampton. Here, mate. Send us an email. Wisemensay at live.co.uk. Thanks. How do I switch this off? Predictions then for the next two games. The next podcast uh, will be. Uh after the Huddersfield match. After the Huddersfield match on the 25th. Uh, before that, we've got Walsall away on the 18th. So, um, Walsall are one of those teams that we should really beat. Um, In the same sort of position as us at the moment. Same sort of start to the season, I think. Yeah, but, they're, they're, you know, um, Walsall, yeah, they're just one of those teams that we should beat. If we are, um, you know, the team that we um, aspire to be, and if we, we, we do anything um, under Wilson any, anywhere near as, as, as well as what we, what we did last season, then we should be beating Walsall. So I'm going to go for a 2-0 away victory. Um, you know, maybe a little bit kind of uh, over-exuberant there with my prediction, but um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for a 2-0. Ever so slightly. <laughs> yeah, okay, so what? what well, well, I'm going to say, right, Bast, Bast? Sorry, based on last season's result. Bast on laced season's yeah, result. Yeah, I know, that was poor. Uh, we've been 1-0. I think it's going to be the same. One all. Yeah? I think that, okay, yeah, they are a team we should be beating. But yeah. I don't think we're quite firing on all cylinders yet. Okay, fair enough. So I'm going to say one all. I think, you know, maybe I've kind of given, awarded a 2-0 victory because I'm a little bit kind of concerned at the visit of Huddersfield. Huddersfield, uh, very physically strong side, uh, a good side, particularly at their place. Um I know that we've got them at home, but it's going to be a tough game, and it's going to be a, an interesting game because it's going to, you know, they're going to be there or thereabouts at the end of the mm. season, and uh, it would be nice if we could put up a, a decent game of football. Uh, sorry, put up. I don't know what that means. Uh, if we could, uh, you know, show them what we're, show them what we're capable of. But um, I think we're going to draw that, and I think Ooh. it's going to be one-one. Yeah. I think it's going to be similar to today's game in that we're playing a team will be there or thereabouts, and I think we're going to grind out a one-nil win. Okay, so you're saying... So 1-0 one all with one Walsall, all and, and then 1-0 one one nil with Huddersfield. You're okay. saying 2-0 with Walsall. And then 1-1 one one with Huddersfield. Yeah. Fair enough. All my days, you get me though. Wise men say at live.co.uk, innit? 
Right, this next section is called Blast from the Past. What we do here is reminisce about some players from the past and the fond memories we have of them. And today we're going to be speaking about Sir Steve Finney. Sir Steve. Sir Steve. Royalty. Now, a bit of a cult hero. Yeah. A cult hero? Yeah, yeah, cult hero, yeah, but yeah. The impact he had during that 95-96 season, which is when I really first started to come watch Swindon Town, was enormous. What a contribution. Uh, a friend of ours, Malcolm Day, has emailed in with quite a descriptive account of uh, his Steve Finney memories from that season. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, successive uh, relegations and, uh, and his, his goals got, got us the championship. So Lifted us to another place. It really did. I mean, I'd had a, I'd had a complete roller coaster. I moved to Swindon in, in 19, uh, 1991 and uh, within uh, a couple of seasons, well, a season and a half, we were in the Premiership. So I, I thought I was, uh, I was pretty lucky. But then uh, we got relegated twice in a row. And then, <laughs> and then we, we um, yeah, McMahon came in and, and uh, yeah, um, signed Finney. Um, an unknown. An unknown, yeah. A free signing from, uh, from Man City. Mm. Um, and he scored. He scored on the opening day of the season at Hull, at Boothbury Park. Um, the dawn of a new era. The arrival of, uh, the arrival of Steve McMahon. Blessed with a song. Not Steve McMahon, but obviously Steve Finney. Yeah, absolutely. Just walking uh, in a Finney wonderland. Well, Mount points out that, you know, that song is, is used, you know, willy-nilly. Oh, yeah, days, definitely. And I still say to this day, right, Christmas, walking in the winter wonderland, always think of Steve Finney straight away. Well, yeah. <laughs> a Finney wonderland. I know. The world's best theme park. Yeah. <laughs> have, you ride the, have, you, have you had to go on the Finney roller coaster? No, I was too busy on the Allison Pelopos. But um, it's a great email because Malk also points out that the tune was belted out from the car park of the Civic o- Offices uh, in the May as Swindon displayed the uh, Division 2 Championship trophy. After, who, did we, uh, who did we pip to the title? Though? Oxford. Right. Um, yes, um, a country mile. <laughs> Another thing that uh, Malt points out, he's listed all of Steve Finney's goals there, which is fantastic. No, but, but he has to give or take his memory of that season. There's a little caveat on the bottom of his email. It says his memory's a bit hazy of that season because he only missed three matches. <laughs> but, you know, which is fair enough. But the, the, the point you're going to list, the, the Blackburn one. I like this, yeah. We played, uh, played Blackburn in the Cup um, on the, the 20th of September 2005. Uh, and Finney did get a goal, but unfortunately, uh, Mr. Alan Shearer scored twice and he... Uh, he uh, <laughs> He points out that the winner is, uh, to this day, the hardest shot he can remember, hitting the back of the net at the Stratton Bank and coming out to settle on the six-yard line. Um, I mean, you know. That's sure through and through, though, isn't it? It really is. Probably um, did the one-handed salute. The, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the one... The one not, is that the game? I think they, what, what salute are you talking about? Not, <laughs> he, you know, his one-handed celebration, <laughs> I, not some masturbation <laughs> ritual that he performs after scoring a goal, which wouldn't be allowed. I'm pretty sure that was the game that we lost 3-2. Well, I'm, I'm, it may not have been, but there was a game where I'm sure we lost 3-2. No, yeah, Blackburn. quite possibly. I mean, uh, I, I have a personal favourite, Steve Finney, for me, which is when we played Blackpool that season, we sat in the Arkle stand, just so, if you're looking from the Dom Roach, so yeah, we've got the, the, the two benches, and we're sat off to the left, so uh, I've been looking at, the town end was kind of blocked from sight, to be honest, by the benches, and... Finney scored at the town end, but it was also at a point when the sun was at a certain point in the sky, so it was sort of blinding my whole view. And Finney scored, and I remember turning to my mate, which is like obviously being quite young, who scored? Who scored? Tell me who scored. And then the crowd singing Finney Wonderland, which confirmed to me <laughs> who the goal scorer was, unless they'd all got it incorrectly. Yeah, and that, but uh, that, I mean, that's a romantic image, isn't it? The, uh, the sun, the sun 
glaring over the town end. I mean, that's uh, evocative. It's really quite that's something. Very evocative. It's a bit like Mysterious Cities of Gold or something like that. Uh, that Steve Finney, he, he was a good player. And looking through, it's a kind of... The, it adds weight to the whole sort of cult player argument. He didn't score a shed load of goals. No. It wasn't like it was a 30-goal season. No. He scored, I think he scored 12, 12 I think, that, that season. season. Yeah, but, um, I mean... The but important goals. Important goals, important season, uh, particularly. After, I mean, uh, God, it was exciting back then, wasn't it? We were either getting relegated or promoted or making the playoffs. So. I saw someone wearing that <laughs> kit today. Oh, well. really? You know the, the one where it's like the round neck of the... With the, uh, the white with the green little bit on top of it. The yeah. 95, 96 one. Okay. What a kit that was. Nice kit. Yeah, I remember. Nice put players in there. Wayne O'Sullivan as well in set midfield. Oh, now you're talking. The Chief up front. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically we just, you know, alongside match reviews, we thought it'd be nice to look back and, uh, you know, with, with some fondness uh, on players who perhaps, you know, don't always get, um, you know, aren't always the, the fans' favourites, but, you know, are well, I mean, yeah, well worth remembering. Quite, so. Yeah, quite often as well, I think, with these sort of features, it's more of a... What are they up to now? How did their career go? This is, I'm not really interested in that, to be honest. I'm just remembering yeah, the, just, the impact he had on my insignificant life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're not sure who we're going to cover for the next player, but obviously we'll let you know. There'll be postings on either a blog or various forums. I have a, a, a slight inkling that it may be the chief. Really? Well, wow. I'd like to do Mark Walters. I'd really? Like, I mean, I don't mean that, you know, no. in any sort of weird yeah. way. To be honest, he's probably out of your league. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> okay, so that was Wise Men Say Episode 2. Uh, Wise Men Say Episode 3 uh, should be available uh, on the Sunday, uh, 26th of September. Hope you've enjoyed this one. Uh, we've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it, definitely, yeah. I mean, that's all we, uh, that's what we ever wanted. Thank you for listening and getting this far. Yeah, <laughs> well done, yeah. I'm sure that's it was like wading through treacle. <laughs> special thanks to our contributors. Yeah, thanks a lot. Um, Simon Fuller, Michael Baker. Malcolm Day. Yes. Big thanks to you. Yeah. Um, and anyone else that we've, uh, we've, you know, who we have been in, in contact with who didn't get a mention, we're sorry. Um, you know, we, we want to mention as many people as we can, but we also want to try and make it, you know, reasonably snappy and not, not so... Uh, no, so a particular thanks to Paul D for your email on a reason for not attending the MK Don's match. Which you could probably do a whole podcast on. Yeah, yeah, Almost certainly. Uh, but anyway, we want to hear from you. Uh, the more the more information you give us, the less we have to rely on our uh, our own <laughs> deep reserves of uh, footballing analytical ability. So yeah, uh, anything that you uh, anything that you have to say uh, is is very very welcome. Uh, who who should we talk about next when we talk about memories? You know what cult heroes at the county ground? The chief, are? the chief. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I want Mark Walters, but you know, what? I don't understand your Mark Walters obsession. I'm I'm a big fan. Um, Alan O'Brien, um, is, is he a sensible soccer player? Are we being harsh on him? Can you see what we mean? Are we, are we being ridiculous? Is he more of a FIFA you, 97? Is he more of a FIFA 97? Do you have your own opinions of him? Perhaps he's a pro Evo. I mean, you know, look, email in. Uh, let us know what you think. Charlie Austin, are we going to be okay till he gets back? Uh, does anyone have uh, any innovative solutions as to how we're going to cope? I mean, obviously, we're probably just going to play to save and Pericar up front. Yeah. But, um, you know, what do we think? Um, you know, that's a, that's a big loss. Was it worth it? Three points versus Austin out for, for a a few weeks, I don't know, but anyway, let it's us know. It's also the, the uh, end of the loan window this month. That, that's very true. So, who are we likely to get in? Yeah, are we who do we want to get in? Well, any, anything that you think um, we'd be interested in, let us know. Big Kev, is he a potential cult hero? Is he the creative force behind everything? I think he is, Ben thinks he is. What do you think? Uh, Mr. Prutton, um, is he Mr. Big Time, or does he just need more time? 
<laughs> nice. I, I, I thought that myself. Um, any um, historical inaccuracies, any wildly ignorant points that we've made, we want to hear about that as well. We're trying to make it as good as we can. We're not, you know, we're not, we're not slicksters. Um, yeah, but, but, you know, we... And I admit, we haven't got the base knowledge of a lot of people out there. No, and I think that's fair. You know, I'm, I've been, I'm, you know, I've been watching Town since I moved to Swindon in 1991, but I'm not a stato. Um, uh, my uh, my ability to pinpoint uh, results, goals, and all, all the rest of it isn't particularly good. But that does not mean that I don't love, love the game. Oh God, you, massive love for the game, massive love for the game. But overall, thank you very much for listening. And yeah, we hope to hear you back in episode three. Episode three, 26th of September. Be there. Bye. Cheerio.